Hello, my friends again, and thank you for joining us today on The Daily Dig, where each day we dig into God's Word, searching for truth that will encourage us to deepen our faith. We are living in trying times, and we must strive each day to draw our strength from God's Word. Come along with Jacob Smith as we dig into God's Word together. And welcome to another episode of The Daily Dig. I'm so glad that you've joined us. Today, we're jumping into something that is very relevant for today. We're jumping into something that is very helpful for each and every one of us, but it is not disconnected from our previous time together. James chapter number three talked about the wisdom from above, how it's bitter envying and strife, how it's it, it brings division. It's It's not something that is is good because there's confusion. It's not something that's good because it's it, it's always causing jealousy and, and problems amongst the brethren. Then we see the wisdom from above. It's peaceable, gentle, easy to be entreated, full of mercy, uh, good fruits. Uh, it says, fruit of righteousness sown in peace of them that make peace, the polar opposites. And then James chapter number four, where we are today. Let's read our our text today. Verse number one, it says, From whence come wars and fightings among you? Come they not hence, even of your lusts, that war in your members? Ye lust and have not. Ye kill and desire to have and cannot obtain. Ye fight and war, yet ye have not because ye ask not. Ye ask and receive not because ye ask amiss, that ye may consume it upon your lusts. Now we may get further than that today, but... We really want to get this one thought together is that verse number one really reveals a problem amongst the brethren. We see there's wars. And it talks about warring in our members or in their members. You see the problem that James is addressing, he says, the wisdom that you think the problem in the tongue, the problem with what's going on among you is, is that people are, are, are acting in worldly wisdom and it's causing all these problems. And then the people who are operating in wisdom that comes from God, they're peacemakers. And we know that Jesus said, blessed are the peacemakers. And now we're getting into a, a diagnosis of what the problem, the systemic problem in uh, these these 12 tribes that had been scattered abroad, these people that are reading, he says, from whence come wars and fightings among you? Where, where do these wars come from? Well, this is interesting when you see in verse number one, there's two words that are mentioned, or rather one word that's mentioned twice. Wars and war. He says, from whence come wars and fightings among you? And then his answer, he says, come they not hence even of your lust that war in your members. There's two words there in the the original language. Wars is speaking of this greater battle at hand. And then the word war is actually talking about an internal, into a person, the warring inside of a person. You know, this is where he's saying the wars, these, these, these fights that come amongst the people in a larger group, they start within. Isn't that interesting? 
Come they not hence even of your lusts, your desires that war inside of you? You're lusting and you have not, or you desire to have something is what he's saying in verse number two, and you don't get what you're desiring, and in fact, you're killing. Now, I don't know if this is a specific physical killing or speaking maybe to the New Testament teaching that Jesus said that if you hate somebody, you're killing them uh, in your heart. Uh, I'm not sure. We don't have evidence one way or the other, but we know he says, ye kill and desire to have. Have they grown so jealous that they are killing other people? Now, I know that for those of you who read news, maybe you watch news. I'm not a big news watcher, but occasionally you'll see something come across the internet. Maybe your your news that you get on the internet. I've seen occasions where there is a situation where a crime has been committed, a murder. And oftentimes it's because of insurance money. They desire to have this large sum of money. So they commit murder trying to get this sum. Maybe that's the case. I can't say for sure, but he says you lust or you desire to have something and you have it not because you kill and desire to have it and cannot obtain it. You're fighting and you're warring, yet you have not because you ask not. See, this is what what it comes down to. You're relying on your own flesh to accomplish something. You're relying on this worldly wisdom. And really, James puts his finger on the problem in verse number four. But I want to get to something else before we get there. He says, yet ye have not because ye ask not. Maybe... When we are praying and we're seeking out a, 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 a prayer list, maybe we should pray for something and then God will align our hearts. What does he say in verse number three? Ye ask and receive not because ye ask amiss, that ye may consume it upon your lusts. James here is saying, why, why are you fighting? You're letting, you're letting the, the destruction of your friends and, and your, your, your peer group, your churches, you're having all these fights because you're relying on your own physical desires. You're letting your desires lead you. Now, maybe some of you are familiar with this teaching of hedonism. It's everywhere today. You know, eat, drink, and be merry. Live a life of pleasure, never denying yourself one time at all. It's always about pleasure. And when it's always about me, you never uh, bring yourself under subjection. You never are living a life of uh, of, uh, self-denial. At some point, you end up right where these folks are, always pursuing. Says they war in your members and you lust and you have not. And yet it leads you to kill. It leads you to desire it, but you cannot obtain it because you're not asking God for it. You're doing everything in your own strength to try to manipulate a situation for you to get what you want. And then he says, even when you're asking, you're not receiving it from God because you're asking amiss or you're asking for the wrong reasons. My friend, could I ask you, when's the last time that you've prayed, thy will be done to God? Maybe you have a certain desire. You've committed your works unto the Lord and he will establish your thoughts and you're praying towards something and yet God says no. Or maybe God says not right now. 
Maybe it's because our prayer requests are not aligned with what God wants. Maybe it's because it's purely off of what we desire. Now, God doesn't always want us to live on the other opposite side of the road of asceticism. I don't know if some of you are familiar with that word asceticism, but there is this teaching that you always have to live in self-denial, that there's never a point in life that you can enjoy it. See, there's two sides of the ditch. You have hedonism and asceticism, and and, and what you do is, is one is always punishing yourself and the other is always pleasing yourself, and yet there is a balance down the middle of the road. And what James here is saying, he's saying you, you ask and receive not because you ask amiss to consume it upon your lusts. And really he gets to the heart of the matter in verse number four. It says this, ye adulterers and adulteresses, know ye not that the friendship of the world is enmity with God. And so I'm not going to get through that whole verse because we're going to get to it next time we're together. But I want to really put our finger on what the problem is. Really, the problem is, is when we become friends with the world and the world's ideologies, the world's thought processes, and we see in another portion of Scripture that Demas left Paul because he loved this present world. When we fall in love with the world's thought processes, when we fall in love with the world's methodologies, when we fall in love with the world, what the world prioritizes, that's when we begin to fall in love with Self-pleasure, self-seeking. This is where we, we fall in love with me, 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 me. We're living in a, a me culture, always about me. And then we fall in love with the world. We fall in line with what the world wants. And so as we're coming to a close today, I want to just ask you this question. When you're praying, when you're seeking uh, guidance from the Lord, are you aligning with what God wants? And then on the other side, are you struggling with, with friendships? Are you struggling with, with, with neighbors and, and other people around you? Maybe it's because you're living all about me. Where do these wars and fightings come? They come from your members. You're not controlling. You remember, you're living in worldly wisdom instead of godly wisdom because godly wisdom is peaceable. So let's keep that in mind today. I hope that you have a wonderful day. We're going to get to the the, the verse number four and, and f- more fully understanding the friendship of the world. But you have a wonderful day. God bless. And we look forward to hearing back from you in the coming days. I hope you were encouraged by the word of God today and challenged to dig deeper on your walk with the Lord. It is my prayer that you find strength each day digging deeper into God's word. If you're looking for more resources, you can find them on thedailydig.org. Thank you for joining us, and we look forward to the next time on The Daily Dig.